is the Son, therefore shall make you free. Ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our uh, current event and Bible study for uh, January 23rd, 2011. And today we're going to be doing two separate studies, dedicated studies. I've had a lot of requests for dedicated studies. Uh, what I'm trying to do is kind of balance that out with the current events. So we're kind of covering a little bit of both. This particular week, the way it worked out is it'll be two separate studies on dedicated uh, subjects. The first one is entitled Hypnosis, the Hypnotic Gaze, the Occult, and the Satanic Charlatan Bracco. And you'll learn more about this character later. Um, and then we're going to be doing also another one, uh, a part, well, I'm not going to say it's part two, it's going to be a separate dedicated study on the um, uh, subject of uh, Chuck Missler and the Council for, I believe it's the Council for Nat, uh, National Churches, and, and that whole particular topic, because I sent out a email a little bit, uh, I don't know, it was probably two or three weeks ago, and I've done a lot more studying on that, and I've refined that PDF to where we're just sticking with pure factual evidence that can be easily documented, and that will be in the... the uh, I don't know. I think this is just going to be a part one study, the first one, and the second will probably be a two-part. So anyway, this first <clears throat> part here, we're just going to talk about hypnosis, and this is going to set the stage for the rest of the study. And this may seem like a subject that may not be of interest to a lot of people because uh, they might think, well, I'm not going to a hypnotist or, or these types of things. Trust me, it's much bigger than that. And there's a lot of people that may be in your life that are literally under a spell because they might have went through either hypnosis or literally fallen under the spell of a man or a woman through what, we, what we're going to discuss as the hypnotic gaze, which is something that's uh, well known in, in the occult. And it's something that many people in the occult actually train to do. They have literally whole courses, I've found out in my researching for this that you can go and buy and do and and um, in order to perfect this occult technique. And it has a lot to do with uh, opening up your third eye, which then you get into the whole chakra garbage, which is what a lot we talked about last week with, with Reiki. And um, that channeling of literally demonic energy into the person, which very much relates also to this study today. In fact, we're even going to discuss Reiki again today, relating to this particular subject. To set the stage for just some background on hypnosis from more of a uh, Christian standpoint, uh, I'm going to quote here from Fritz Springmeier, and just regarding, and then we're going to segue into uh, this look at this Bracco guy as a good modern day example of what's going on here. So, from the Egyptian sleep temples to ancient shamans, the occult world has been putting hypnosis, including self-hypnosis, to work for centuries, even millennia. During the 18th and 19th century, the Masonic lodges put hypnosis, hypnotism to use. In 1882, Jean Martin Charcot, considered the world's greatest neurologist at the time, gave hypnotism respectability by publishing his own studies, which included recovering 
trauma memories blocked by amnesia, and memories presumed permanently lost by organic amnesia. Now, this is how a lot of times things like hypnosis or reiki or yoga or meditation, things that are of a satanic nature, an occultic nature, a new age nature, this is how they gain validity. And they'll gain validity within the secular and the, let's say, even saved world by uh, some study that some doctor runs or whatever, and it, it looks official, it looks like, you know, they put their stamp of approval on it, the medical society. And therefore, a lot of even uh, people that would consider themselves born-again Christians would say, okay, well, it must be okay, because if the medical doctor said it was okay, well, then it must be all right. And that's not always the case, and most of the time it's not the case, unfortunately. And so we want to really... Uh, Search these things out. We don't want to be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us, according to the Bible talks about in Corinthians. So this is something that we want to take a look at, and I think it's something that's very pervasive and very widespread in today's day and age. So, um, continuing, let's see here. At that time, a group of French medical doctors located at Nancy, just 100 kilometers southeast of the Mothers of Darkness Castle. This is a castle that is in um, uh, France, which you could do a whole study on that. Anyway, uh, they had a school of hypnosis, a school of hypnot- hypnosis, that influential doctors from all over the world, including Freud, attended. These French doctors had caught on to the power of suggestion to the subconscious. In the 1780s, Marquis de Puseguier was putting people into deep hypnotic trances and then commanding them to forget the hypnotic session. James Easdale, in his book Mesmerism in India and its Practical Application in Surgery and Medicine, describes and lists hundreds of surgeries, some quite serious, which he did in India using hypnosis as his actual anesthesia. Okay, this has actually happened, it is happening. People are actually sometimes hypnotized and then they've actually done surgery on these people. Major surgeries. I've also, I know the same thing has been done with acupuncture as well. And as I've stated before, I have kind of a pretty extensive New Age background. I'm not going to say a cult background, but a New Age background, yes. Being a chiropractor, the guy that led me to the Lord, actually, you know, he was doing all this New Age stuff and got me indoctrinated into it. And I figured, well, here's the guy that basically led me to the Lord. I mean, he gave me the book, I should say, that led me to the Lord. Uh, was en route to global occupation by Gary Kaw. And, um, but he was doing all this new age stuff. And acupuncture, and which I've talked about in times past, is based out of Taoism, yin yang, fire and ice, the whole nine yards. And it's, it's based in the occult. And these energy meridian pathways. And, and you know, I'm, I'm a board, cert- board certified acupuncturist, but I don't, you know, advertise it or, uh, or do it. I haven't done it in years. And, um, uh, that's part of this whole deception. I, I would lump that in with this type of, of deception. Satan comes in many forms, and you know he's like Baskin Robbins. You know, thirty-two flavors or however many flavors they got. Well, there's so many flavors of the New Age anymore. You know, there's something for everyone to like and enjoy. You know, and that's how it pretty much goes. And um, you know, just stay away from it. Just, just if you're if you're doubt about it. You know, pray about it, fast about it, research it, stay, you know, if you're in doubt about it, just stay away. I mean, 
it's better to err on the side of safety, has always been my motto. And in today's day and age, when we know deception is going to be the literal earmark, the, the literal sign of the times, is the one thing Jesus warned about in Matthew 24, be not deceived, well, we should be on the lookout uh, regarding being deceived, because it's very easy to be deceived in today's day and age. And, uh, you know, I've said this before, I learn stuff every day that I was, you know, I mean, with all the research that I do, that I was unaware of, you know. So, let's go further here. Uh, so, this this man that was actually doing hypnosis, using hypnosis as his anesthesia to do major surgeries, he found his patients could heal quickly and experience no pain under hypnosis. In modern medical history, every type of surgery has been successfully carried out without drugs and without pain by using hypnosis. In volume in the volume two book that Fritz is talking about here, it was brought out that prospective researchers have figured out that pain under hypnosis is placed by the mind into a dissociated piece of the mind, which essentially is what MPD, multiple personality disorder, if you ever see that MPD. Well, it's multiple personality disorders, what it stands for, is all about. Tests have shown that hypnosis to reduce pain does not work by the brain releasing endorphins, which are like uh, hormones that the body releases in there. They can create a sense of euphoria. They can help deaden pain, these types of things. Actually, the hypnosis um, anesthesia effect they found wasn't from endorphin release, And that was in um, a study done in 1975 by Spiegel and Leonard. And also, actually, by Hilgand in 1975 and Spiegel and Leonard in 1986. The mind, what the mind does is it simply diverts the pain into a mental floppy disk, like a separate part of the brain that it doesn't look at. Uh, So... This is the whole thing with MPD, multiple personality dis- disorder, which the Illuminati has a lot to do with creating these um, literal, you could call them mind control slaves. Uh, and there's a lot of programs the government has even admitted to, uh, you know, through the CIA, trauma-based mind control, and these types of things that have been declassified now where they admit to this much. And um, they create different compartments of the brain where, like in this particular case, where I I guess if you were under hypnosis, um, the mind is is, um, compartmentalized and a part of the mind is disassociated into a part where the pain is actually put. I know that's hard to understand and it's hard to almost believe, but this is the essence of how hypnosis can work under an anesthesia-like because we have to be able to explain it some way. Okay? And MPD is satanic. You have to understand that. That's not normal. It's not of God. But Satan has a lot of parlor tricks that he can use to trick us. And um, this particular thing that's used in multiple personality disorders to create these what they call alters, different personalities that can pop up and actually literally do different things that a Luciferian would program a person to do, uh, these are things that have been going on for a long, long time. It's straight from the pit of hell. All of it. Okay? And hypnosis would fall into that whole pit of hell basket, if you will. So, let's go further here. Uh, 
Okay, so in early in the 1880s, occult researcher Edmund Gurney found that he could give post-hypnotic commands that would be successfully carried out in the future. What amazed him was that subjects would fulfill the commands as exactly as commanded at a particular time, on a particular day, without even looking at the clock. It's almost like they have this thing, this, pro, this like programming that literally gets triggered. And, and isn't it funny that when you see a lot of these shootings that happen, like let's say the one recently in Arizona, for instance, um, or a lot of these other shootings, most of the time, the vast majority of the time, the gunman will turn the gun on himself and kill himself. So there's no real uh, way to interrogate the person. There's no real, you know, as to why this happened, what happened. Well, these, I've read about this for years, and not just with Fritz's work, but they're literally like mind control slaves that were triggered at the right time to do a specific task. And like I said, I've seen it over and over and over again. I'm sure you have too if you've, you've seen the news. You know, they go in there and they kill a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of innocent people, and then they kill themselves. You know, And it's like when the people see them, it's almost like the gunman is in some type of trance. It's like they're looking in those eyes and there's nothing there at all. Okay, They actually literally have these programs that get triggered and it's in a compartmentalized piece of their mind. And once they're triggered or once they've fulfilled their job, then they have a death program that, that will then kick in and they kill themselves. That way there's no witness, there's nothing to tie it back to any of their handlers in the Illuminati. Russ Dizdar says there's literally millions of these, uh, this black army that's waiting to arise, that, that literally are just waiting, and a lot of them may not even know they are waiting. They have a program that is set to trigger at a specific time when things get to a certain point. I guess when enough of the satanic agenda has been fulfilled and they can really take their gloves off and they can really let their fangs show. Because that day is going to come. And there's these they're satanic super soldiers, I believe he refers to them as. Uh, you know, I, I think it's a matter of time. I don't know exactly how many of them. He says there's millions. Millions. So it's all the more reason to know the Lord Jesus Christ. To, to you know, make sure that you are a born-again Christian. Not something you want to mess around with. This is going to be your only protection against, well, it's your, really your only protection against evil now or in the days to come. You know, I've said this before. You know, these people that get supposedly abducted, which there are millions, 2-3% to 3 of the population, according to polls, even in the United States alone, and the only thing that ever works every single time is crying out to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. It's the only thing that ever works. Now, I'm not saying a pagan can cry out to, like, the Sananda Emmanuel, Master Jesus, Ascended Master version of Jesus, and that's going to work. That's not going to work. There has to be faith behind your words. Okay, But that's the only thing that works. Every time, I mean, and there's a uh, Christian organization called CE4 Research, C, the letter CE4 Research, with um, Joe Jordan and Guy Malone and those guys, and they've documented over and over and over all of these abduction cases that were stopped dead in their tracks by crying out to Jesus. So, it's the only thing that's going to work. It's, it's our only protection. Um, he is our rock of refuge. Uh, he is our shield and buckler. 
he, he is our strong tower, which we can run into. And he is the only one that will... It is, it's our only option. Any other way, you might as well just be given over to the dark side. Because, you know, either you're for or you're against him. And it's our only hope. That is it. And I've experienced it firsthand. In, in some of the things that uh, the teaching I did on my supernatural experiences, I have experienced it firsthand. I was never abducted. But um, I believe I did have an encounter with the angel of death. You know, Azrael is, is the entity I'm in reference to. And uh, one word out of my mouth, Jesus, with faith behind it, and that thing was gone. Gone. And I'm telling you, he had me, or this entity had me, where I could not breathe. I could not move. I was paralyzed. I knew it was there to kill me. And I knew it was going to kill me. I mean, I knew. <laughs> you just know in certain instances. And uh, if you want to know more about that, it's, it's uh, you can go to, uh, probably do a keyword search on the internet on YouTube. would probably be the best way to find it. Um, Scott Johnson and Supernatural on YouTube. Or you can also go to my website, contendingfortruth.com, look at the right-hand side, and there's some websites there on the right-hand side you can search. I also have a search bar on my website as well, but that's not fully... We had some trouble recently being connected to another site we were dependent on for a lot of the audio teachings, and some of those links went dead in the last two or three months, and it's kind of a mess. And I've just got to keep plowing away to what I'm doing. I cannot take two months off in order to try to re-archive all those teachings again. I would, I would literally have to shut the ministry down for probably a couple months and do nothing but just that. So there's other websites up there that have the teachings. They can be found. And um, again, you go to contendingfortruth.com, you go down to the right-hand side of the, of the bar there, and I give you alternate sites and other ways you can find the teachings and these types of things. And um, So anyway, let's go further here. Uh, Various European doctors, too numerous to mention, discovered in the 1880s that they could cure various diseases via hypnosis. Well, I really wonder what kind of real, long-lasting cure rate we're talking about here. Uh, He even says the cure rate was not 100%, but significant enough to make hypnosis an option in some treatments. This author has reported that programmed multiples and other programmed MPD uh, subjects are able to increase the temperature of one body part or one side of their body. It was it was with great interest then that this author located the 1920 work of a hypnotist, J.A. Hadfield, who published his work in The Lancet 2, pages 68 through 69, under the title, quote, The Influence of Suggestion on Body Temperature. From this we read, using hypnosis, Hadfield could get a subject to drop his temperature in one hand to 68 degrees while the other hand stayed at 94. Now that's like, are you kidding me? I mean, how is that even possible? I don't know, but it's demonic. I can tell you that right now. It's not of God. And like I said, Satan has all kinds of satanic parlor tricks. You know, but just remember, your God, if you're a born-again Christian, he created the universe. He created the earth we live on. He makes the sun burn. He makes the stars shine. I mean, what is all of this compared to that, if you think about it? So, here's the paper trail to what they've been uh, 
to what they've been doing to program uh, multiple personality disorder victims for half a century. Today, the occult world uses sophisticated hypnotic techniques as one of their programming tools to create mind-controlled slaves. The slave's mind is structured into a robotic computer controlled by a master. Now, th- this is getting into people that literally have been uh, MPDs that have been literally programmed. And, uh, typically, this programming starts when they're a baby. I mean, if they're really brought up in a in a Luciferic household, or they're sold into a Luciferic uh, to a Luciferic handler at an early age, which is where they like to get them. The earlier, the better. Um, parts parts um, or alters of the slave will learn how to trance self self hypnosis or trance or self hypnosis on cue. The better condition a subject is to hypnosis, the easier it is for them to fall into a trance. The deeper Illuminati alters will be highly skilled in self-hypnosis. And the ability to change into various states of consciousness. This is part of their witchcraft training in order to practice witchcraft. In in hypnotism, all hypnotic subjects must have faith and trust their hypnotist. Hypnosis is subjective in nature. If the programmer is the creator of the altar being programmed, the altar is like the part of of the programmed, shattered part of their brain that they're actually going to put this altar personality into. That's what they're in reference to here. If the programmer is the creator of the altar being programmed, the altar is additionally under a hypnotic drug, um... That makes it willing to obey. In other words, if you use drugs in addition to hypnosis, you're going to get a much better effect because dr- the drugs open, and, and again, it depends on what drug it is, but if you're dealing with a mind-altering drug, you're going to get a much better effect because the demons are much a- better able to actually come in and do their job better. Okay, That's what these mind-altering drugs do. You know, like LSD and those types of drugs. They literally, a lot of people, they will literally open your third eye. Okay, which is, is an occult term. But by opening this third eye, people are actually able to see into the spirit world. And this is why some people that have dropped acid or whatever, or done LSD, they can see like little green men. Well, they've probably literally seen little green men. I'm not saying every case, but if you're able to see into the spiritual world, um, if you were able to see that right now, it would probably be very, very shocking for you. I mean, you know, regarding what would actually be there in the room with you. Okay? And, you know, as a born-again Christian, hopefully you're going to see good angels and these types of things. But if somebody's under occult influence, then obviously they're going to, to be witnessing more demonic manifestations or even fallen angelic, um, depending on the power of what they're messing with. So... Uh, let's go further here. Uh, if the programmer is the creator of the altar being programmed, the altar is additionally under a hypnotic drug that makes it willing to obey. It is easy to see how the victim lets go of all inhibitions because the hypnotist knows what is what is best, or at least they perceive the person be this. The person under hypnosis would perceive that the hypnotist would know what was best for him. I mean, let's face it. I mean, m- most people, if they would go to a hypnotist. You're putting a certain amount of trust in that person to not do anything bad to you, right? I mean, even if you... I've seen this garbage at, at uh, um, fairs where they got all these people sitting in there and there's a guy up there and he's hypnotizing people in the crowd. You're still putting your trust in that person. You're opening yourself up to that. If you've ever had that done to you, if you've ever been hypnotized, 
I mean, these are things you really need to pray and fast about regarding that particular subject. Because um, I'm not saying the Lord can't deliver you from it. Uh, but there may be demonic baggage that's dogging you to this day from things like that. You know, things that you might not have even known to repent of. You know, you know what I'm saying here? I'm not saying the Lord Jesus Christ can't deliver you from that thing. He's the only one that can deliver you. Uh, it's just something to think about. You know, it might be something that you never even thought to, you know, confess as, as a sin. Uh, because, you know, it is it is painted with this very, in a lot of circles medically, is with a professional veneer. I mean, psychiatrists, some of them, you know, do this. Um, um, many times with, um, you've seen this on these crime shows, where they'll go and they'll actually do hit, hypnotism to regress the person in order to find out what actually happened at a particular crime scene. So, in that way, it's painted with a lot of validity um, in the uh, secular world. If the slave sees the master as a religious guru, which is what we're going to talk about in a minute here, uh, or a prophet or a great doctor, it enhances his willingness to accept hypnotic commands. Bear in mind that the slave is typically conditioned to love their master without reservation. Yes, the benevolent dictator has historically received the devotion of the masses. And many of the Illuminati programmers are simply egotistical sadists. Sadists. The programmer is attempting to produce suggestions that the unconscious mind will accept. If the subconscious mind accepts the programmer's suggestions, then the suggestion becomes reality to the victim. Just as if the victim had experienced it as a reality over time. The programmer, if he is good, I mean, if he's good at what he does, will be able to get the subject's imagination involved. He will also build a rapport with the victim. The good handler programmer is not simply working off fear, but he wants to have the trust and the cooperation of the victim. Now, in, in this particular sense, what we're primarily talking about here is, let's say, worst case scenario, a Luciferian that literally has had possession of a person for years, and this programming can take literally years and is ongoing. Okay, We're not talking about going to the county fair and getting hypnotized. But that's really bad, too. It's all bad. This is like worst-case scenario, what we're talking about here. But it does very much relate to what we're going to talk about next. And that's why I'm reading this first, and then we're going to go into the, the main part of this. Now, this is similar to how Hitler, Hitler was both feared and trusted by the German masses. In fact, hypnosis was an element in Hitler's control of the masses. Okay, now let's go to the next part here. This is an article I actually just received today. And it's from the Miami Herald. And um, it's entitled, On 1-11-11, meaning January 11, 2011, which is a, you know, you got one 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 one. okay? So it's from an occult standpoint, from a numerology standpoint, it's a highly significant day. Uh, hundreds are hoping for miracles follow man's gaze. Now, I've never even heard of this guy. He's just one of many devils on the planet right now. And there's a picture here of a lady showing all of her family members. She evidently put on a, a sheet or a whole bunch of her family members. Now, I'm going to give you a couple verses, a few verses here before we get into this, regarding a person like this. And this would apply to a lot of people, but um, 2 Peter 2, 17-19 says, These meaning the types of people uh, that we're going to be talking about today, these are wells without water. 
clouds that are carried with the tempest, of whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak with great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lusts of the flesh. Through much wantonness, those that were clean escape from those that live in error. While they promise them liberty, which is usually a very, very common theme of all uh, religious gurus and, and these types of people, they promise them liberty. They themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same is he brought into bondage. Now what you have to understand is how easy it is for people to become overcome. Once you're overcome, you're brought into bondage. That's what the Bible says. And I've said this before. You go to the wrong church. You sit under the wrong pastor. You start, I mean, at first it might not, you'd be like, well, there's something wrong here. I, you know, the longer you stay there, the, the easier and the, and the harder it is for you to break free from what you're literally succumbing to. Because you're being overcome. And when that happens, you're being brought into bondage. But see, it's not like you're walking out of the church with chains on you that you can see. It's like they're spiritual chains. It's like they're demonic. Now, I'm not saying that for every church. I'm saying, you know, for, the, I'd say, the vast majority... I mean, bare minimum, if they're just preaching a, a lukewarm gospel or, or some type of lukewarm message, and then you've got a lot of other gradations of that. Since I moved up to North Carolina, I mean, I have never heard more horrific stories of what goes on in churches. I mean, like, just beyond cult-like, greed-driven Satanic activity is so commonplace in so many churches, particularly of those that you would consider more of a radical bent. And again, you would look more into like the Pentecostal and the and the uh, and the Charismatic in that. You know, anybody that that has a real radical bent to them. And I'm not saying then if you look at a real lukewarm church that that's ultimately a whole lot better. But ones that have a more radical bent, these people seem to be more easily or more hardcore brought into bondage, it seems as though. It's just an observation I've made. And hey, I've been there. I came out of the charismatic, hyper-charismatic. I mean, and I saw crazy stuff go on in that movement. And I mean, it's only gotten nuttier. I mean, just such satanic garbage. People ask, well, where do you go to church? What do you... <laughs> Listen, pray and fast about it. I do not want to tell you the wrong thing. In today's lukewarm 501c3 corporate church of America, it's very hard for me to be give you any kind of great answer regarding that particular subject. In the time of strong delusion that we are firmly in, in the time where, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect, according to Matthew 24, 24. And I could go on and on and on, quote scripture after scripture, you know, you need to really hear it from God. You need to hear it from the Lord Jesus Christ. And praying and fasting is probably the best thing. I mean, getting in the Word of God, holy living, these are the best things I can point you to. I do not want to point you to myself or some other man or even some other ministry unless, you know, it's pertinent for a specific situation. I want to make sure that you're hearing it from the Lord. Uh, because... What's, come, what's become commonplace in the churches is just unbelievable. 
Uh, going further, let's start out with this article. It says, Randy Garnick of Chicago came all the way to Miami Beach to see Bracco. That's, I believe that's how, or Brazo. I think that's how you spell his name. No, no, Brazo. I'm sorry, Brazo. That's this guy's name. I didn't even heard of him before. They should call him the Amazing Brazo. It sounds like some side circus, a sideshow circus act. You know, the Amazing Brazo. Anyway, he came all the way from uh, Chicago to Miami Beach to see the Amazing Brazo. And um, brought pictures of friends and family who are ill and hopes he can heal them. So he's got, all these people have all these pictures on these boards. And they're just hoping that this man's gaze can heal their ill family members. You know, they're putting their faith in this devil essentially, who is not even affiliated with any religion at all, as we'll see, in some form of demonic healing. Uh, I have a comment here. The trance induced by a hypnotic gaze, which is what we're talking about here. The trance induced by hypnotic gaze is the same as the trance induced by clinical hypnosis sessions. So This is why, I mean, hopefully when we're done with this, you'll see why it is so important who you set yourself under, where you go, what you do. It's one thing to go and pray against this, but it would be another thing to actually go pay money and actually sit under this. Because you are so opening yourself up to, to satanic garbage, you're not even going to be aware because you can't see the demons. It goes on to say he only goes by one name. And for a limited time only, he'll be on South Beach to spread enlightenment for the price of a domestic beer plus tip. Kind of like how they write this. Brazzo repeatedly packed in Miami Convention Center Ballroom Monday as supporters of all ages and ethnicity paid $8 a pop or about a dollar a minute to gaze into his eyes and hopefully iron out a workplace drama or an internal dilemma or perhaps even cure a terminal illness. For eight bucks a pop, hey, it's a bargain. I mean, look at what it would cost you to have you know, open heart surgery. Well, by the time everything's said and done, it's probably a hundred grand. If you could do it for eight bucks, what's not to like? Come on, why can't we all just lighten up? Sorry, I'm just kidding. But anyway, yeah, good old Bratso. Now he is actually the guy that invented bratwurst. I, I didn't know if you knew that, but he's he's the guy. I'm just kidding. So anyway, so going further, it says uh, Veronica Malzo, 39 years old, said, "I felt a little dizzy." who saw Brazzo for the first time Monday, and immediately got in line for a second go-around. It's like, a, you know, it's, it's like some kind of ride at a fair you get on. You know, it's kind of the way they're describing it here. I want to go again, I want to go again. I'll pay another eight bucks. It's like going in a funhouse. And then she, said, she goes on to say, it was a little strong, like a shock when he, come, when he came up the stairs. So I, I don't know, I mean, I guess, what does he do? Like he... Comes up for like eight minutes. He goes back down. They clear the room. They fill the room again with all the people that want to pay again for another eight minutes. And then he comes back up. And he stands on this little pedestal. And he just looks and looks out on the people. It's a hypnotic trance. A hypnotic gaze. I've read about this in the occult. I read about this um, even through Michael Aquino in the Temple of Set. I mean, one of the hardcore Satanism here, where they would literally, people that are involved in that, they try to establish 
eye contact. They call it, you know, the gaze with their victims. You, you read about occult literature, and we're talking, I mean, even, even these vampiric stories that you talk about. The vampires establishing this eye-locking, hypnotic gaze where they can literally hypnotize their victims and get them to do whatever they want to do. Literally through just eye contact. So it's even eye contact is really important. Now, if, if you're covered by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're born-again saved Christian, it's one thing. okay. But these other people that are going there and willingly paying this money and unsaved, they have no protection whatsoever, essentially. They're willingly going, they're willingly going to this person and saying, I want you to overcome me, I want you to bring me into bondage. For of whom a man has overcome, the same he has brought into bondage. That's what they're willingly asking and pleading for. And, you know, he's just one of the many devils on planet Earth that's doing this. He's doing it in kind of a unique way. But he's doing it just the same. Born in Croatia as Joseph Giravak, Bracco, or Brazzo, I'm sorry. Brazzo is the spiritual healer, or a conduit of ethereal energy, according to his followers. So he's a conduit of ethereal energy. This is like the energy that they talk about a lot with chakras. You know, in the aura and these types of things, this mysterious New Age energy. Well, he is a conduit of this. He literally channels these demons right into you. And I guess he's from Croatia. I guess back home they call him the Croatian sensation. Oh, sorry, I just made that up. Anyway, um, as a requested a request to interview Braca was denied. Imagine that. He reportedly doesn't speak in public or talk to the news media. I couldn't see get one clip of this guy talking at all. Not one. He's a man of few words. I mean, that's an understatement. The guy don't talk at all. Unbelievable. Uh, but supporters say that energy that flows through him can be channeled. <laughs> it is, just like Reiki. He's channeling it right into their souls, unfortunately. And is strong enough to eradicate brain tumors. So a lot of these people have supposedly been healed. And, you know, that's all the proof they're going to need. That's it. I mean, they're going to be hook, line, and sinker, I'm on, this is all I need to know. In search of that energy, hundreds, some as far from California, repeatedly filled in and out of the ballroom. So in other words, it's like, you know, this revolving door, you know. Okay, I'm going to go for another eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'll pay, pay my, my next eight bucks. I mean, hey, you know, over, I don't know how long the guy was there, but if you had, if he was there for six hours, you're going you're gonna to seriously put down some serious money if you kept going in and out for every eight minutes. Um... Let's see here. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to not have any money at the end of the day at all. Let's see here. So, uh, okay, so they, they they filed in and out of the ballroom while Brazzo appeared before them. I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering his name, but it's, it's Brazzo. Where Brazzo appeared before them in a pressed white shirt and faded gray jeans on an elevated pedestal. He kind of presents himself like this, you know, like this karmic, godlike, whatever. He comes in, he has this real... The guy, I'm sorry, but the guy looks like a pansy. He looks gay to me. He does, I'm sorry. I mean, he, look, he looks very effeminate to me. Very effeminate. 
And uh, he comes up there, and he's just, he's got this real pansy look on his face. And he's just looking at everybody, kind of looking around. And they're paying eight bucks for eight, eight minutes for a pop, you know, to look at this guy's eyes. And literally all it is is this hypnotic gaze. He's literally channeling demons into them. He's most likely a very high-level occultist, is what he is. Uh, going further... Sessions lasted five to eight minutes as he slowly and silently shifted his gaze back and forth across the audience. Some cried, others stood quietly, clutching photos of family members to their chest in the hope of transferring Bracco's, or Brazzo's energy. This is really pitiful and pathetic when you see this. I mean, I, I, I watched enough of these videos. I, I just get mad. I'm sorry. I get righteous and indignant. The Bible says, be angry and sin not. I mean, this is just an abomination. Total 100% abomination. They're revering this guy like a god. Literally. They are. I am convinced by what I saw there. He is their god. For many people. He is their religion. He is their guru. Whatever you want to call it. One lady was carrying up this. this, You know. uh, We talked a lot about these, these pictures of Jesus. Which were given to us by the Catholic Church. These long hair. Um real good-looking pictures of uh, supposedly Jesus, which actually are very inaccurate, and I've talked about that before. What you're actually seeing there is the New Age version of Jesus. It's the Ascended Master, Sananda Emmanuel, who they refer to as Master Jesus. Anyway, they've got these knockoff photos of Brazzo like that, like he looks like that, in that kind of form, like he's their savior and he's the whatever. Uh, it's it's really disgusting, and and they have this Catholic um, veneer to them as well. And you kind of you'll get that when you watch some of these videos. I'm not saying to watch them, but uh, you you want to pray too before you watch them. I mean, just so that you know, not to say anything's going to be transferred to you, but it's just a good idea to pray before you watch them if you're if you're going to do that. Uh, some spent all day at the sessions. Like I'm saying, this guy's racking up some money. Now, they're saying he doesn't take any money from any of this. I don't, I don't buy it. Why are you charging then? Well, I mean, why wouldn't it be just as easy to go there and have your eight-minute you know, devil-gazing sessions and then file the people out and file some new people back in that can then get demon-possessed as well? Wouldn't that be just as easy? Oh, no, no, we've got to charge eight bucks a pop. We've got to charge a buck a minute. For a whole room of people. Don't tell me he's not making I don't even believe that. It's like Rick Warren said, I don't take any money that I make. Oh, yeah, right. Right. I don't believe it. I mean, they're liars. I mean, they're of the father of the devil. Who was who was Satan? Well, he was a liar and the father of lies, right? Well, they're of the father of the devil. And of his lusts and of his works, they will do. Well, that's what we're talking about here. Um, going further... Frank Weller, a filmmaker who bought Brazzo to Miami Beach, said Brazzo isn't a prophet or a religious figure, and and that's a lie. He is a reli- he is a false religious figure. How could he say he's not a religious figure? What is he just neutral? I represent nothing. I mean, yes, you are. You you're a you're you're a satanic religious figure. You're a New Age religious figure. I mean, you should see, it looks like every New Age person on the planet's coming out to, to see this guy. So anyway, I mean, that, that are aware of him at least. 
And then he goes on to say, he says, Brazzo doesn't take payments for appearing, Weller said. His Connecticut-based nonprofit horse rescue center raped the admission earnings, while Brazzo made only royalties from DVD, book, and Brocco jewel- or Brazzo jewelry sales. This guy's own jewelry line. Hopefully he'll come out with his perfume line, maybe. Toiletries. I don't know, soap on a rope type of thing. Uh, we can only hope. Uh, but yeah, he's got a book and DVDs and stuff like that. So, uh, Weller said Tuesday's date, January 11, 2011, is significant because Brazzo's gaze passes on a strong sense of oneness, something he hadn't felt since Woodstock, which is a great, great event to compare things to. One of the most satanic rock concerts that ever took place on the planet, basically a CIA-controlled drug experiment. Uh, you can do a whole study on that one. So, you know, he hadn't felt the same feeling since Woodstock, which, you know, kind of makes sense. Others describe sensations that evoked memories of the 1969 concert as well. I mean, when you have to compare it to what you felt on some bad-acid trip at Woodstock, that's not exactly a glowing review. Call me crazy. I don't know. So, such as... Um, Okay, so others describe sensations that evoked memories of the 1969 concert, Woodstock, such as seeing a glowing aura around the healer, or watching Brazzo's face morph into that of Jesus, or their own children. So the guy can shapeshift. And you'll see this, I mean, as I watch the videos, yeah, it's a very common occurrence. They see this guy literally... And, it, and it's for the individual, but once he has that hypnotic, demonic channel into your spirit and soul, who knows what kind of satanic curveball good old Brazzo is going to throw at you through the devils and demons that emanate and operate through him. Who knows? Sky's the limit. You open that door, the devil's going to come in. So, these people are watching his face morph into that of Jesus or other... Now, this is from the Miami Herald. They're saying this. It's very matter-of-fact. And the Jesus they're seeing is that of Sananda Emmanuel, false Jesus that the Catholic Church gave us. Not the Jesus of the Bible. And that by itself is going to deceive so many people when that all goes down. When these ascended masters will make their big debut, probably in conjunction with the Antichrist... That by itself, people are going to buy hook line. He looks just like the person in the picture. I'll fall for it. I don't care what his gospel is. I don't care if it lines up with the word of God. It doesn't matter. I'll throw my Bible in the trash as long as he looks like that guy in the pictures. <laughs> Man, Satan's just loving that. He'll eat that up all day long. If that's all he's got to do to deceive people, just remember God's the one permitting this. God is going is the one that's sending the strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. This is just part of that end time delusion that we're that we're that we're in and we're moving progressively more and more into. Going further, it says Malazzo said she felt her bad left eye and problematic ovary palpitating. Like they were like, you know palpitating, like moving or something over and over. Uh, And then it says, Brazzo believers know that critics are skeptical. Uh, This one lady says, perhaps for some of you, your families may think you're crazy to even come and try this. 
uh, as that was Angelica Whitecliffe told the audience during one session. Their response, um, only someone open to this energy can benefit from it. And then the one lady, another lady says, the mind works like a parachute, she said. It only works when it's open. Well, the, the verses that came flooding into my head are, are the ones I quote so much, Proverbs 14, 12, and 16, 25. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked, who can know it? Jeremiah 17, 9. He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Proverbs 28, 26. The mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's open. Show me that in the Bible. This is just man-made garbage philosophy. Okay? Only someone open to this energy can benefit from it. Well, to a certain extent it's true. If you're willing to open yourself up to demonic conduits and channels... I guess you'll, you, it'll give you the appearance of benefiting. But what's happening is these people's minds are becoming more and more darkened as they take on new demonic baggage, which is what's happening. I mean, you go to Brazzo and you come out, I don't know how many more demons you got in your body or, or, or oppressing you, but it's, you know, I don't know if you get like one every eight minutes. I don't know, maybe it's like, you know, who knows? Who knows how many? But it's not good. So, going further, it says, Brocco's gazing sessions go on Tuesday uh, from noon till 8 p.m. Yeah, it's noon to 8 p.m. Man, if you kept going back every 8 minutes, you, you could really break the bank. Starting on the hour. For those of you who can't make it, there's good news. Supporters say his energy translates through the YouTube videos. So now you can just watch the YouTube videos, everyone, and get good and demon-possessed. By good old Brazzo. So I mean, you just got to be careful what you're, you know, setting before your eyes. The Bible says, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. To abstain from all appearance of evil. Now, I don't think any of my listeners are going to go up there with any intents of buying into this garbage. And if, if anything, to pray against it. Because I do believe we should come against this type of garbage with prayer. And if, if the Lord so leads you with fasting that the Lord Jesus Christ would strip this devil of all his occult power and all his ability to deceive and would expose him for the devil charlatan that he is. That all, why? That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of his doing, that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright in heart would glory, according to Psalm 64. I mean, is it better for... Good old Brazzo just to go on deceiving masses and taking them to hell? Or would it be better for God to judge and expose this devil and people could actually get their eyes open and actually get saved? Because if they're under this guy's spell, there's, they're not going to get saved unless the Lord intervenes in some way, shape, or form. So from a, from a Christian website, there wasn't hardly anything up on the internet. And this is the big problem nowadays. I get people asking me all the time, do a study on this, do a study on this. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, I haven't even heard of this guy or this woman. I don't even know, I mean, or this religion. There's so much heresy, garbage out there. You can't even keep up with it all. 
Well, the Bible says evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 2 Timothy 3.13 That in the end time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, and having their conscience seared with a hot iron. 1 Timothy 4.1 We should be expecting it. Um, you know, it's something we should be expecting, but I can't keep up with all the heresy. There's just no way. I would have to have like a team of like 10 people you know, and, and just be able to totally devote doing probably studies every day to try to keep up with it all. It's just impossible. Uh, it's too much. It's it's too, oh, it, it's like a flood, a tidal wave of heresy and, and cults and all this stuff. And this is why we just have to always be able to go back to the Bible and compare it with the Word of God. Because that can simplify this process very quickly. I mean, Brasso gives <laughs> no credence no glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is not a follower of Jesus Christ. In fact, he's not even supposedly part of any religion. See, that's all I need to know. I don't need to know any more than that to know the man's a devil. We don't have to look into things anymore. We know he's of the devil. It's very black and white. According to reports, Brazzo draws over 200,000 people to healing events in the world around, uh, around the world each year. It's not free. You have to pay for his services. And again, that guy says, oh, it's all going to this this um, horse rescue center. Ah, oh, come on. I don't believe that. You're all liars. You're all liars. It's, you, know, it's, 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 you know, it's like going to Satan and saying, okay, Satan, give me a straight answer now. You really, you're really not going to take any of this money. You're just going to, you're, you're going to use it for, for, uh, Beneficial purposes, right? To benefit humanity. Oh, right. You're going to get a real honest answer, I'm sure. He goes on, it's not free. You have to pay for his services. I'd say that the easiest money anyone has ever earned. This is the easiest money anyone's ever earned. (laughs) Benny Hinn, Todd Bentley, Creflo, give me a dollar. Kenneth Copeland could learn a thing or two from from Brazzo. They have to build a whole doctrine to steal their money from their from their people, but Brazzo only has to stand on stage and stare. <laughs> he's, it's a pretty good, uh, a pretty good scam he's got going, don't you think? Yes, people really believe this. People will believe in anything except the God of the Bible. They find him offensive, but will allow this charlatan to scam them clean of their money and senses. This level of gullibility just floors me, and we've seen nothing yet. You, you want to see people fall hook, line, and sinker. Can you imagine when the Antichrist arises? For real? And the false prophet? And they'll be able to call fire down from heaven? They're going to deceive the whole world through their lying signs and wonders and miracles. That's what the Bible says. That's the primary way they're going to do it. The primary way. You, you add into that a whole bunch of trauma and drama World War III, all these natural disasters, plagues, pestilences, all kind of economic, political upheaval, people are going to be desperate. Desperate. Way more desperate than they are now. I'm I'm talking, just for the most part, if you look at the world, they're going to be way more desperate than they are now. We see nothing about how desperate people are going to be. And um, this is just one preview of that, of, of, of the desperation that is, that is coming. Uh, you know, I just looked at my uh, time gauge here, and it looks like I'm probably going to have to split this in two parts. So I'm going to go ahead and end part one here, and we'll do part two.
and then we'll go from there. God bless you. If you would like to sign up for Scott Johnson's free Christian current events and health newsletters, please email him at drjohnson at ix.netcom.com. That's drjohnson at the letter i, the letter x, dot netcom dot com with the word subscribe in the subject line. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.